Hey everyone, this is Sanjeev from Tackle and you are listening to Tech News Podcast. We will talk about all the latest news and updates from technology in this podcast. So let's get started. Let's start this episode with a talk about Apple WWDC, one of the big events which Apple holds every year and gives a glimpse about the latest changes which will come to their products every fall. So let's check what has happened in WWDC this year. Considering the COVID-19 threat, WWDC was held virtually. The sessions were live streamed across the world. So let's learn what do we know now about the upcoming changes for Apple products. Let's start with iOS. Everybody knows iOS is going to have a new version in fall when Apple will release iPhone 12. The version will be iOS 14. Now we know based on WWDC that there are certain changes which is coming to iOS 14. The first and foremost change which Apple has shown is home screen widgets. Till iOS 13, the widgets were limited to today's view where you can add or edit your widgets, usually a single size widgets which um, can show a limited information or will have show more button to get a little bit more additional information to you. But with iOS 14, you can have widgets as part of your home screens, which means they will be right in between your app icons. Most of them has already uh, responded to that saying Android has that functionality for long and they are not wrong. Android allows user to add those kind of widgets a long back and there are a lot of launchers which actually even allow you to reshape the widgets according to your liking. You know, you can change the sizes, whether you want a two row versus three rows and all that. With iOS 14, Apple is allowing three different size of widgets, which you can select and put anywhere in your app icons. The app will automatically shuffle to make the space of the widget and uh, you will have a combined view of your widget information as well as app icons. The clever piece which they have done here is called widget stacking, which means at a single place you can have more than one widget and you can just swipe between them. So you swipe up and you will see another widget and keep swiping and you will see another widget. So uh, that's a nice way if you actually have uh, one or two applications which you access, but you don't need them all the time. So you just need an easy access to them. You can stack them comfortably on your home screens and just swipe between them. There is another thing called smart widget stack. Smart widget stack is something like uh, where Apple will do the work for you. According to your routine, daily routines, they will select the best widgets according to the time and uh, the kind of work you do at that time. They know what kind of widget would actually give you more appropriate information. So they will select the widget and will show the information. Smart widget is something like you wake up and you have your current day's weather on your home screen. You go a little down the day and you have your today's appointments. In the evenings, if you have some time and you sit and watch through your uh, Netflix or shows, you have those rightly accessible to you through smart widget. We need to see in a real practice how the smart widget will help and whether it will be able to follow your daily routines or not. The next thing which they are doing is considering you can have widgets on your home screen. They want you to organize your app icons correctly. So now they are adding a app drawer at the end. So you can just keep right swiping on your home pages and you will reach to uh, app drawer where all the apps are organized automatically according to their usage basis. 
So most recently installed, most recently used, you will have those kind of um, differentiations. Though it looks like a folder structure, it's like you just press the app and the app will get open. Because you have that app drawer, uh, now you can hide certain home pages. So if there are apps which you actually use once in a while and um, they still take space because the app icons should be there, you can put them on one home page and hide that home page. So you will save some uh, home page space with that. Another thing which they are introducing is called App Clips. App Clips is nothing more than small functionality of apps which is available without downloading the apps. Uh, it sounds more and more like Android's instant apps and uh, more or less it functions like that too. Again, uh, considering it's Apple, there are some um, clever tweaks there. The main problem with instant apps is the trigger. Most of the time the instant app doesn't know that you need that instance app. And uh, that's something which Android is still not able to fix. But what they are doing right now is they are actually externalizing that trigger point. So businesses, if you go to any business and if they have a payment methods which um, can be Apple Pay and you want to just make a payment, rather than installing that business app, they can have a code displayed at their business which you can just scan an app clip will pop up and you can make the payment right away. So because the trigger is externalized, now you actually are interacting with a code, the app will automatically pop up. That means now more and more businesses where you just keep the apps on your phone because you want to pay them, you don't need to do anymore. You can just scan, use it at that one point of time and that's it, we are done. Similar way, a lot of... Uh, Places like parking garages or uh, your metro tickets and all those kind of small payments where you are once in a while. Those kind of things you don't need to now install on your phone. These app clips should be able to ha help you in that. The next feature which most of the users will like is non-intrusive call and FaceTime notifications. I guess everybody will be in my place where they are typing something, suddenly a call comes and before you know it, you have hit that big red button. I have disconnected so many calls because of that. Hopefully, now with that non-intrusive call and FaceTime notification, if you are doing something on the top, you will see a small notification and you can decide whether to pick up or not pick up. But by mistakes, those kind of disconnections will not happen. Also, because it's a non-intrusive call, you can continue doing some small work while you are in call. You don't have to keep shuffling like in FaceTimes currently, if you have to do something else, you have to pull that app down and do something and come back again. All that will go away. And as many people have already noticed, this is again was available on Android for a long time. Being Apple ecosystem, they are also focusing a lot on privacy notifications. How apps are accessing your data. What kind of data permissions they want. So now the app store will start listing all kind of data permissions which that app requires and why that app requires the data permissions. Along with that, you will start seeing some notification on how your data is getting used. So suppose you make a copy, uh, you select some text and make a copy on iPhone, you will get notifications that who all are trying to read that text. One of the app called TikTok has already been caught uh, listening to too many of uh, copied text like in this way. iOS 14 developer uh, beta, which is out already. Uh, many people have installed that and have noticed that whether they are using that app or not, whenever they copy something, it reads, which has already created a lot of buzz in the market. And now they have updated that app to remove that kind of a, a reading. It's not only TikTok. There are a lot of other apps which are doing this. To a certain extent, there are times when Google News is also reading your text. So you will be more aware of what kind of apps 
are reading and why they are reading those data so another change is third party apps as default apps now you can change your e- by default email client uh, no more when you click on mail to links and uh, always apple mail has to pop up you can actually set it up that if you are using outlook the outlook should pop up or if you are using postbox or spark or any other mailbox uh, app that should be the one which should be popped up they are also launching a new app called apple translate more or less like google translate it allows you to translate your conversations the one good thing about apple translate is it can actually convert live conversations so you can have that phone sitting in between two two people as they speak it automatically puts their spoken words in a proper section uh, will decide based on the language spoken so if you are conversing between a english and a spanish it will know if somebody is speak, speaking spanish that means it has to be converted into english and if somebody is speaking in english it has to be converted in spanish apple says that all translation will happen on the fly on the device so your text is not leaving your device again a good privacy initiative the next thing which is small but very well appreciated change is picture in picture now if you are watching a video in youtube or you are watching a video in safari you can actually take them out as picture in picture and do something else you can resize those picture in picture images to according to your liking so um, you can make the size accordingly how you want you can even throw them away from the screen and still keep doing so if you just want to hear your uh, hear the sound of that video you don't need to watch it actively you can put it aside and you have the whole screen to do your work and you still have that video running on the background so these are some of the changes which is coming in iOS 14 The iOS 14 should be released in fall along with iPhone 12. iPad OS will also see a similar kind of updates. Most of the iOS updates will make a space in iPad OS also. But they are getting some iPad specific features also called scribbles. With the update in fall, you can use your Apple Pencil to scribble anything on your iPad and it will be converted into a typed text. So lot of input fields or almost every input fields which you can see on iPad rather than typing you can start scribbling and as soon as you scribble it will convert into a type text and will be put into input field one of the big updates and i hope many people will enjoy scribbling on ipads they are also enhancing a lot of layouts and adding sidebar access to applications so you will have a lot of menu changes a clean layouts and a sidebar to provide more uh, accessible features now let's talk about mac os The next version of macOS will be called Big Sur and it is going to come with a system wide redesign. It's a big system wide redesign after a long time. So you will see a lot of new fresh elements, uh, newly laid out icons. So overall it will be a fresh look. Safari is getting a big update. A lot of update is oriented towards the privacy again, but the start page has a complete do over. Now you get a lot of customizations what all you want to display on the start page along with that you can set a background wallpaper on the start page with the next update you can install the other browsers extension on safari when they say that i think it's more or less the similar thing what uh, microsoft has done with edge with microsoft edge now you can install the chrome browser on microsoft edge very easily which means they don't have to build the whole extension libraries they can take advantage of the existing extension libraries and the similar way looks like safari is going to go though they are giving extensions a separate space in the mac app store you can go into the mac app store and see 
the different kind of extensions available for safari and install right from your app store the another one thing which is coming there is privacy report and what it does is it actually adds an icon on the address bar where once you type an address it and you click that icon you will know that what kind of tracking this site is asking and some of the trackings which safari will automatically block for you so you can see that how many tracking request has been blocked by safari and how many has been asked by that particular site with messages you get the pin conversations now so you can pin your conversations uh, if there are important conversation just pin it up and uh, it will be available you will also get inline replies which means if there are multiple threads of channel in a group going on if you reply to certain person he can he or she can see what the reply was from that his or her comment and even the conversations can be folded up from with those inline replies so you can expand or fold them up easily while uh, working out in your message list people mentions will be there so you can type the name and uh, people will get notification if they get uh, mention in any of the groups along with that you can now create memojis on mac itself a lot of uh, few additional things are coming which means you have a lot more options to set your memojis on mac the top status bar is now going to get a control center which means lot of your system controls will be rightly available from the control center and you can easily drag and drop those controls from the status bar to control center and control bar to uh, status bar along with that all the widgets which we have talked about in iOS and iPad update you we are going to get it in macOS also just that those will be available in the notification center you can reshuffle and order them according to your liking There are a lot of big updates coming to watchOS and tvOS also. Many of the changes coming towards integrating more health functionality to Apple TV and Apple Watch. The first thing which you are getting on watchOS was everybody asking for long time, a sleep tracking. So now Apple has finally decoded it with Apple Watch and Apple Watch will have sleep tracking available with this update. They will also share the sleep tracking data with the Apple Health app. so that it will be available along with all other your health metrics they also are giving wind down and wake up routines wind down and wake up routines will be helpful to set up your bedtime routines once you set your time up wind down will automatically put it in under do not disturb mode and will dim out all the notification as well as the screen so that you can't do much with your phone and you will not be disturbed it works across your devices so your apple watch screen will also change it will become a dimmed out if you tap on it you will just see the time nothing else so no notif- notifications or no disturbance on your sleep on a health side apple watch will have dancing as a workout routine now they have figured out how to calculate calories burned and all the other health metrics when you are actually dancing a lot tougher than how uh, we talk about because in dancing your body doesn't move in a, a synchronized way so figuring out the actual calorie burn is much tougher than we think but looks like um, they have figured it out and we have to see how accurate that it will be another good thing which is coming in covid-19 uh, scenario is hand wash countdown apple watch will automatically try to detect if your hand is moving in a motions like you are trying to wash your hand and they will try to listen with the microphone that if the water is running if water is running you are trying to wash your hands it will give you a 20 second countdown so that you can properly wash your hands nice small feature the watch faces are getting a lot of traction and now with watch os 7 you can create shareable watch faces which means once you actually customize your watch faces you can just send it to 
through messages you can send a link and anybody can get it which means a lot more watch faces availability across tvOS 14 is also getting a lot of integration with apple watch for health activities including that they are getting a home kit enhancement where you can view your security cam feeds so you're watching a show and suddenly somebody comes and rings a bell you will see the feed right on side of the tv which makes it easy for you to take actions they are adding some additional game control compatibilities including xbox to enjoy the games on apple tv with controller the sudden surprise update is apple airpods what they have done with apple airpods pro is they are giving it special audio it's like surround sound in that tiny box they will support dolby atmos 5.1 and 7.1 sound and how they are doing it is because the airpods pro is right in the ear according to the vibrations and the way they dis- throw the sound in your ear they will make it looks like that it's 5.1 and it's going to work in sync with the device you are watching with so your head and device position will be tracked accordingly in a real time and based on that the sound will be thrown into your ear should give you a home theater sound uh, experience all the other airpods are getting automatic audio switching already airpods are very easy to connect with apple devices but with automatic audio switching you don't even have to click one button to shift your device as soon as you shift the device and you start watching or listening something on the other device apple will know that that you have a airpods in your ear and you are trying to listen something else they will automatically shift the sound from the other device if you are watching something on your mac and suddenly your iphone rings somebody gives you a call it will understand it will automatically transfer the sound on iphone so that you can hear the ring and answer the call along with that with the latest up- updates coming in fall you will be able to connect two airpods to a single apple tv 4k which means if there are two person in the room and you don't want to disturb anybody else both can put airpods and can watch the show together so these are some of the updates from apple wwdc which we can expect to receive in this fall now let's move to the other companies Let's talk about Microsoft. In a surprise announcement, Microsoft announced that they are closing all of their retail store worldwide. They are planning to open only four stores from 85 store worldwide, and they are not going to sell any hardware there. They are going to convert them into an experience zone where customers can come in and just experience Microsoft products. Luckily, they are not planning to lay off any of their workforces, which would have been troublesome in these times. Most of their employees will move to Microsoft offices and will start providing Microsoft product supports and training calls to their customers. In last week, Google has also announced a lot of changes to their products, including a change in Google Meet where they make it easy to take classes using Google Meets so the users can raise their hands. Now people can set their backgrounds or blur their backgrounds in Google Meets. They have also announced that they are working on something called Google verified calls. A lot of spam calls comes nowadays on phone and it's very hard to distinguish between a spam call and a regular business call which you would need. So Google is actually trying to provide a distinction between those. Verified calls will show helpful information on the screen to tell you why a business is trying to reach you. How it will be done? Businesses need to send some information to Google server and once it is verified they will start showing it on your screen so it's something like that business will tell upfront to google saying we are going to make some calls and this is the specific reason why we are making those calls and uh, 
that reason or uh, the way it will show on your screen will tell you that yeah this is the reason why they are trying to get in touch with you it can be a good way to differentiate between spam call and important calls from businesses but we need to see how the verification process will happen in this pro google photos is also getting some new interface changes including a new icon clear layout and a new map view map view is something which was pending for a long time which shows your photos across the world map you can select any area and you can see how many photos you have from that area or you can uh, just uh, swipe through the whole world map and you will see across if you travel a lot this will be a good view for you they have also provided some privacy settings where the user can select now the data deletion on their google account so you can select how long google will keep the data by default i think it's 18 months uh, but if you want to uh, delete it earlier than that you can go and change the settings and um, Google will automatically delete all your data which they hold. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Is there something else you would like to listen about or like us to cover as part of this tech news series? Please write us to tn.feedback@theratetackle.com. I will just repeat it once again. tn T for tech and N for news. Tn dot feedback at the rate tackle dot com. If you have any tips for the news around technology, you can send it to us on tn dot tips at the rate tackle dot com. You can always follow us on Twitter or Facebook for the latest updates.